welcome to episode 66. Um, so this episode, we're going to have a chat about horsey influences. Before we do that, though, we're going to have a quick catch up on news. I am going to have a whinge. <laughs> so I kind of thought about this. I thought, are we going to have any news? Are we going to have any news? And we've just got so much news. I don't know how we're going to fit anything else in. Should we start with yours? Yeah. Well, every time I think, every time I think I've got some news, I go, oh yeah, I've done some stuff. <laughs> Katie has to two shed me. Yeah. Like she just, like you say, you've got what I say, I've got one shed. Katie goes, oh, I've got two sheds. So I'm like, oh, I've done loads of stuff this week. I've got loads to talk about in the podcast. Katie goes, hold my beer. <laughs> so come on, Katie, spill it. Tell us what you Shall I start with the good or the bad? <laughs> am, am I allowed to start laughing? Because I feel like now I haven't been able to laugh yeah. until now. Now I feel like I'm in a safe space to laugh. <laughs> it's safe. It's safe. Only because I've convinced myself that I am riding tomorrow. Um, okay. Okay. So, go for it. Go for it. We were supposed to record on Sunday <laughs> and I sent Carla a message and I was like, I'm in a bad mood. Like I, I'm really in a bad mood. And she was like, oh, what's happened? And I said, I've, I've broken my hand. Um, so she was like, oh shit, are you okay? And then I had to message her a little bit later. I was like, do you know what? I'm actually in too bad a fucking mood to even podcast because I was honestly, I was in a vile headspace. Um, so to- it, it's mostly my own fault, which is even fucking worse. So Bougie had his teeth and he had that little holiday. I brought him back into work and I was set to be like, oh, he's so good. It was so worth having it done. Like really, honestly, different horse. Like all that tension in his back had gone. He was just so much happier. So that was brilliant. I'm so proud of him. Rode him in like gale force winds in the arena and he took it on board, which really was a massive ask of him. So the next mm-hmm. day, because I'm a dick, the next day I was like, I know I'll take him for a hack. Now I'm kind of on a little bit of a sticky wicket here, right? Because I really believe that they should hack. They shouldn't always be in the arena. And, you know, mm-hmm. but equally, I'm in a really tricky position in that I have horrific hacking. I, own, I'm, I live on a road where it's blind hills and corners and it's a logging route, which is fucking a lot for a young horse. But also, I don't have anyone to come out with me. So it's just a massive ask. So what I did was I took him to the end of our drive, it's like half a mile or something, took him to the end of the drive, turned him round, brought him back. So it's gale force wind. He was amazing. Walked past so much stuff. Brilliant. But for some reason, when I get to the end, he gets a bit like tense and he arches his back every time we get there. Okay, so he arched his back and was a bit like not happy. So I kind of went, all right, you're going to have to do that. I'm going to put you on a little circle, circle you a few times, you know, to sort of show you it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Which he did, but then he went really on his toes. So he pranced the whole way home, which again, like look in hindsight, (laughs) I should have patted him and gone, you've done really well to keep it together and keep a lid on it. But I didn't. What I did, like a fucking Muppet, right, was say, I think you need a little bit more work. So I'll take you in one of our fields, which you've never been ridden in. And obviously he then went, thought he was going home and at the last minute got turned and went in the opposite direction. Like when I'm looking back, fucking not my finest hour. Yeah. Got him in the field. He got halfway down it. He was a bit not keen and he just fucking erupted, just leapt off all four legs, started to properly bronk. 
And then I sat them out for a bit and then he went up, which he he can do. Like he went up and then landed and just put in a massive book and I just fucking sealed up. And that's it. Game over. Game Game over. (laughs) I looked down at my hand and it was already like this had this huge big lump on my hand. And for some reason Uh... I decided I dislocated my finger, but I don't know why, because it wasn't on my finger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you kind of thought to yourself, I've dislocated, that's that's the horse rider thing, because you thought to yourself instantly, I've dislocated it, they'll just have to put it back in, it'll exactly. be fine again. Just relocate that's, it. It was that moment, you, 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 you were clinging to a little bit of optimism. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a funny shape, it's just dislocated, they'll push it back in, I can, I can ride again this afternoon. Yeah, it's right, it's right. Uh, yeah. Sadly, so, not quite how it went. Um. Everyone keeps saying, oh, that's a boxer's fraction. It's a boxer's fraction. Like, yeah, it is. Because mm. I said to you, I said, did you punch the ground when you went yeah. down? Because it's what it, it tends to be when people punch badly. So as you were flying through the air, you did a bad punch to the ground. So next time I'm flying through the air, I'm I not being really funny. Work on my technique. I can, I, like I said, yeah, yeah, do. Because it's a rubbish technique. Also, now I can laugh about it a bit because I feel like I'm safe because we're yeah. recording before when you told me on Sunday. And I thought, this is not the time and the place to start making jokes about her punching the ground, Carla. No, know your audience, and Katie's not your audience to say. You were, you were, yeah, just a bit, just a bit. And I was just like, okay, I don't think we'll record. That's fine with me. That's fine. So <laughs> this would have been me. a very different. <clears throat> well, so, I mean, there's still time for it to turn. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, so what, where I'm, the reason I'm cheerful today, okay, is. I've had some codeine and I can use it. So I'm going to get on a horse tomorrow Sorry. and I'm thinking, yeah, I'll be right as rain. Have they, st- have they given you a brace for it? Have they, or are you just strapped it up? It's yeah. Apparently this is the, this is the crack now. Um, buddy taping and I'm supposed to have a sling on, but I'm not bothering with that. It's, it was slowing me down. So just get some vet wrap on it and get back on. It'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? It's already broken. What's exactly. the worst that can happen? Break it again? Meh. I mean, I've also rap. severely <laughs> um, bruised my coccyx and my pride. Um, <laughs> coccyx is the worst, I'd say. I don't feel like I'm the right person to be talking to at this point, do I? Like, oh, just bet wrap it. It'll be all right. Well, Henry, mm, maybe when not. I, I asked him about, well, he, he was asking about what I'd done and I said, oh, I've, I've really bruised my coccyx. And he said, What's that? So I said it was my tailbone. Well, we call Henry's like bits his tail. So he was then completely <laughs> <laughs> confused. And he said, You've bruised, you've bruised your tail. And I said, Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor boy. And he said, poor um, boy. So what have they told you to do with it? And I said, Well, I didn't even tell them because. If I've, if I've fractured it, I've fractured it before and there's nothing they can do. So there's no point. No, so, they don't do it for it. Yeah. So I said, there's no point. So I didn't even bother. We don't even, we don't even x-ray it. Don't even x-ray it. We just go, oh, you've hurt your coccyx. Bye. So he said, but surely they could put a bandage around it. Obviously thinking it was my tail. <laughs> I said, no, they, they can't. Like at this point, I still haven't clicked on. I said, no, they can't put a bandage around it, Hen. I said, but it doesn't move. So it's okay. And he yeah. said, yeah, girls can't move their tails, can they? Boys can if they're really oh, concentrated. Oh, bless though. him. 
he said so this is so cute though so he said if i really concentrate i can move mine i was like okay at this point (laughs) i realized we're we're on a completely different conversation i was like not that tail hen not that tail oh my life oh Oh, bless him bless him so good well if i really concentrate i can move mine Ask my husband if he can concentrate and move his, to be honest. Honestly, yeah. I have a skill there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Katie wants to know if you really concentrate, can you move your tail? He's just going to be like, what is going on? What this is insanity. This is not a horsey podcast. <laughs> this is the weirdest podcast ever. Um. <laughs> So, so there that, must be some good. What other good yeah. is there? Well, before that, so the week before, I went to a show with two boys. Um, and they both jumped. Well, actually, they didn't. Manny was a bit of a Manny was a bit of a tit. He's been there like a million times, but it's one of the places he's not that keen on. And he just decided yeah. to jump every oxer 7,000 foot, but land like over fence three, he landed in the middle of an oxer. Like it came out wrapped around his teeth. After which he was like, well, I won't oh. do that again, but I'm still going to be a little bit of a dick. But Pan was really, really good. But really unusually, so my mum's not horsey and she never, ever comes to watch me, but she was going to pick Henry up for a sleepover. So they, mm-hmm. like my mum and my stepdad came to watch me. Well, they didn't, but they came, they were there when I rode, which is literally has never happened. Yeah. And honestly, it was so funny to see stuff through their perspective. So my stepdad just... <laughs> like saw all the faffing of the tacking up the quickly switching between horses you know next horse warm it up all this untacking it and he said um are you done and I said uh-huh so he said how long did it take you to get here and I said about an hour and 45 minutes and he said you were in there for about three minutes and I said yeah, I know. <laughs> and he said did you win anything I said, oh, no, there was a couple of girls who are like super fast. Like, I know if they're in the class, wouldn't even bother. You know, I might as well just walk around because they're like yeah, lightning. Yeah. Um, so I said, oh, no, I knew I wasn't going to get placed. And he was just like, it seems like it's a very labor intensive for very minimal reward <laughs> sport. <laughs> No shit, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, like you know, when you just see your sport through the eyes of someone else, and you're like, I, "What am I doing?" <laughs> I guess, I guess they sometimes because we just get so wrapped up in it, we forget, don't we? Yeah. And then when you hear it, somebody else, like you say, see it through their eyes, you're like, "We are such dickheads. Yeah. Why are we doing this?" Do you know what I mean? When you're like, he was so yeah, like, you're in there for like baffled, three just, minutes. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what is this like <laughs> and then my mum bless her who could not be less interested she thinks the whole horse thing is a really bad idea and just eternally says to me when is that enough now when are you going to stop um and she decided bless her she would video yeah. pancakes round um so the video halfway through of I mean what are you in there probably not even three minutes probably about two halfway through she said is she done now? And Henry said, no, she's got to go round some more jumps. And she was like, nearly finished then. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> bless her. Oh, bless. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, so brilliant. That's, 
that's my show my show experience oh and also I never ask Henry to help with the big horses actually he will lead Belinda but nobody else he's because he's quite nervous but Pan for Mm. all he's demented to ride ease you know one of those where they're really placid to sort of handle and everything yeah and yeah. his, his head collar, I just couldn't quite reach it. It had been put in the tack locker and I couldn't quite get it. So I said, Henry, you wouldn't just hang on to Pancake for two seconds, would you? Well, I'd just grab his head collar. And he agreed, like, absolutely fine. Literally, you are talking four seconds, turned round, pans halfway across the pan, the um, car park. <laughs> I looked at Henry and I said, oh, what the God. hell? Wow. And he said... Well, I was thinking he might maybe stand on my toe. Yeah. Well, you know, he's been, he, he's, you know, he's learned, he's learned, he's being <laughs> sensible. Let, let, I think we'll let Henry off that. Well, All right. Pan's a big horse. I, I actually <laughs> no once on Oscar, Oscar was, um, it's quite embarrassing actually, because we had, I had to take him to the hospital where I work. Um, and I, uh, Vince stood on his foot and took his toenail off. And do you know what the worst of it was? I could have killed Oscar for this. Well, I, I mean, he was he was telling the truth. But, so like, I did, I basically, oh God, I, I sound really bad at this, but I'd got to my jumping lesson. I really wanted to have my jumping lesson because I had a competition. And then <laughs> Vince stood on his foot and I took this nail off. It was like, so he'd stopped crying at this point. So I wrapped up in vet wrap and I said, do you think you'll be okay just to sit in the lorry till I have my lesson? And you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, and then we'll take you to hospital afterwards. I don't think it's broken. You know, I do have a bit of yeah. sense about me. I do know these sorts of things. I said, I don't think it's broken. I think you've just lost some nails. We'll just go and get it checked out. When I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. That's fine. He says. So he doesn't say anything. He's playing on my iPad. And we get to the hospital and he went to the nurse and the nurse is looking at you. And, oh yeah, that's quite nasty. Went, yeah, we would have come here earlier, but my mum wanted a jumping lesson first. I thought, you oh, little you shit. Bastard. He was just waiting for that moment yeah. to drop me. Yeah, she, she has to, uh, she has to have these lessons. Yeah. So obviously I had to sit in the lorry and just, and I was like, in I was like really sort of like la- laboring the back. Mm. I just that, wept, like, he you know, to. wept silently. <laughs> and I could this nurse was sort of like side-eyeing me. I was thinking, piss off. He agreed. He said it would be all right. He said it would be all right. Honestly, I was like getting all, I was getting all like, um, yeah, he's like defensive. Like yeah. Like, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, everyone. And I was just like, no, but he said, he said it'd be okay. And he had the iPad and I was like, like trying to justify the fact. And then he had broken anything. Yeah. <laughs> what more do you want? That was, a, it was my good vet rap as well, actually. Yeah. So yeah, ungrateful little just brood. grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all they did was take the nail off when we got there. I could have done that for him. Yeah, no hurry. The family probably could have done it, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. But that's just the thing, isn't it? It sounds really awful, right now. But it's like if the horse had blood on him, I'd be like, right, everyone, stop. Yeah. Get that. Get that. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, one, of my, one of my kids. I'm like, can you hang on? Well, I just have a jumping lesson. Good. Nice one. Thanks. I know, but I mean, uh, you've driven all the way there. It's just a waste, isn't it? I know, I know. Bless him. Oh. But my theory of it was, you know, yes, he would have actually lessened, but if we'd gone straight away, I'm, I, look, I'm not going to justify it. It happens. <laughs> it happens, all right? It just happened. Let's just accept it. I'm not going to justify it any further. So, uh, yeah, kids are, to kids be are fair, glorious we would at do that, it, aren't they? We would Absolutely. do it to ourselves. Like, do you know what I mean? 
Like on the way to the yeah. hospital, the whole way, I was saying to my friend, oh, I'm not going to be able to go to the show on Friday. I'm not going to be able to go jumping on Friday. I really want to go to that show on Friday. I wonder what injury would mean I could still go to the show on Friday. <laughs> she was like, is it hurting? I was like, terrible, yeah, aren't we? a bit, but really I, I just want to go to the show on Friday. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's dreadful, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? I once went to a competition and it was Oscar's, Isaac's birthday. And and I just, and honestly, I just, afterwards, I can't believe I did it. I still went to the competition and I had an absolute shitter of a day at this competition as well. And I came home and I thought, God, it's not bad enough that I've missed my son's birthday party. But it wasn't worth it. I've also had a really shit competition. I know, yeah. it's not even like I come up and go, I won! <laughs> I was like, I did three fences on the cross country. <laughs> Did you have a lovely birthday party? <laughs> He's, he, he was going paintballing. He didn't want me there. I would have actually made myself out to a really shit mother here. Um, no, I'm possibly lessons. exactly. I'm. I'm. They're two very independent boys. I'm bringing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so, okay. yeah, yeah. so tell me about your news because yours is way better than mine. Oh wow! Well, I've been very busy. Well, I'll, the, the second part I'll talk because I'll lead on to our other thing that we're talking yeah. about. But basically, both my boys, not my children boys, my horse boys, I've been to a show, uh, which is quite monumental. So the big J, Jazzy, oh, has been to him. his first ever show. Oh, my God. He's just so, he's just like so cool. Yeah. And he went to, and the best of it was, it wasn't until I got there and I'm like walking around this 40 centimetre clear round, and I was like, I don't think this horse has jumped a course indoors. I know he's been indoors because he's been in Caroline Powell's indoor, but I was like, oh, I don't know. He definitely hasn't because he's, he's only jumped with me. I was like, oh, shit. Really asking a lot of him here. <laughs> so uh, we get there and he was just uh, absolutely super cool. I mean, it took me 20 minutes to get on him. But, you know, we'll let him have that. He was yeah. a bit on his toes and he is 16.3 and I'm not the youngest. I'm not like I can bolt on. I'll have to like, takes me a while to like creak into place um and he didn't have he, he didn't co- couldn't possibly give you that time but then we went into like the warm-up and there was sort of like four or five horses in the warm-up and he was bouncy but he just held it all together and then I took him into the little clear round and he trotted around this 40 centimeters like he'd been doing it all his life he was just a little superstar so then then I upped the ante I thought right let's get another 10 centimeters on this <laughs> We're going back into a jumping class. We're going to do a 50 centimetre single phase. Yes, there's going to be a jump off part, my son. Um, And I went in and he was, again, just super cool. Managed to counter some of the fences. You know, he just takes it. He took it all in his stride. It wasn't a particularly spooky course. um, Mm. And there wasn't anything horrible, like a double or anything like that. Because it was, they actually do call this novice jumping. So that's why I I picked it. So it was all quite flowy and nice. And um, which I did have to laugh because we came second, which I was very proud of. But I don't know what the other horses were doing (laughs) for us to come second. Well, he's got very long legs. (laughs) He did not. (laughs) Yeah, but he's really proper slow. He's got long legs, but he does not go anywhere. And also, he, he took he knocked two fences, two of these 50 centimetre fences down. This <laughs> is a bit embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> little, little me, also the year show. So he knocked two of these fences down. And the jump off bit, 
I swear I've never gone slower in a jump off. I think he, he couldn't have gone slower if he moonwalked. And he was like, I was having to like take him ride around all these corners and whatever. So how we came second? I don't know what the other, they must have stopped. They must have just like had a snack in between. I don't know what has happened, but we, but we came second and I was very, very proud of him. You can't ask more of it to be, of him, to be honest. He was just so good. And yeah. then, um, and so I was just like, please, just punch with him. He's just like, so his attitude again, just he's just he's just goody two shoes. Yeah, so, so he's I saw um, those fillers he yeah. jumped like they were spooky fillers. Oh, I forgot to say about that. Yeah, he jumped a water tray. Uh, yeah, like, just he cruised just over a, it. Yeah, he just jumped a water. He just jumped this. It was a leopard print filler, um, yeah. and he just trotted into it, popped over it, and I was like, because. <laughs> when we were coming into it, Barrett was going, don't worry if he stops, don't panic if he stops. He's just like, I'm going to fucking stop. And then I came into this, um, it was like a double on a related distance. And um, he he put these, there was a water tray under it. And as I'm coming into it, Barrett's going, sit up in case he stops at the last minute. And I even laughed and went, ha ha, this is jazzy. And then I thought, dickhead, you know, he's probably going to yeah. stop now. And he didn't. He just, he just, he just jumped it a bit higher. He is unbelievable. He's got like, he's just got this crazy, he's just crazy. Like I said, we still can't work out whether he is just super bold, super brave, or just really thick. But either way, <laughs> at the moment, it's it's working for yeah. me. And I'm and he's he, and I'm not gonna argue. Yeah, so he was really cool, really, really good. Lots of people couldn't believe it was his first show. They were like, oh my goodness, you know, this is because he wasn't it was, you know, sometimes they they can be a bit uh, anxious and they can neigh yeah. a lot. Yeah. He wasn't neighing. He wasn't, he was like, his eyes were on stalks, you know, he's yeah. like, oh my God, taking it all in. But, you know, he was so good. And then I decided to get the fat boy out. So he isn't as fat now. And I decided that it was time for him to go and jump a round of jumps. Uh, so we've got a place near us called the Suffolk Equestrian Centre and they've got a lovely surface and it's they're, they're, they're a lovely, friendly show. So I entered the he- he- heady heights of 80 centimetres um to get him back out because he hasn't actually jumped a course for nearly a year yeah so I was just thought oh well what well, you know we'll just go for a bit of a well, jolly like to get him back you know from doing the team chasing just to go out somewhere and him not like <sighs> yeah that was a little bit of what the theory was because um, I he had had a jumping lesson um and he was a bit hairy in that jumping lesson (laughs) and I and actually it was Barrett that suggested it Barrett said he'd probably just be better just going to a jumping show now because he's um you know he he knows his job and hopefully then he'll be able to switch back into that mode and um yeah he he was a little bit um team chaser in the (laughs) warm-up and by that I mean he tried to bury me once but that was fine it's just he was just a bit did you just, just stay on he, it was just I stayed on um, see that was my problem on. yeah no we showed that to you no and th- this stay on and don't break bones that's what we need to shout to you yeah. now. don't punch the ground don't yeah. punch. stay on don't punch the ground <laughs> I stayed on didn't punch the ground and we went in and it was it was just so much fun to be out with him again he's just he's just the best fun that horse he just so much fun and uh yeah we we tipped a pole basically I came to I jumped the first came to the second was pretending I knew how to ride just got a little bit deep and he just didn't get his legs out of the way in time um and then I thought and then he just sort of like flicked an ear at me and went would you just stop doing that and I thought yeah you're right mate I'll just I'll just sit here you just do what you need to do I'll steer 
so we did that and everything and everything else was fine so he's uh and it was just great to be out and I just like I said he's just a joy he's just uh, he's one of those horses he just makes you smile and I'd forgotten how much fun it could be and I think I know it might sound crazy oh my god she's hardly done anything with that horse that she's taken about jumping and I think that's the problem is you can sometimes get so ground down with oh I have to do this I have to do that I have to do this schooling I have to do this Mm. that you can forget the the fun part of it and for me taking this horse out to shows is the fun part because he's just he's just a delight he's just joyous so yeah I had a really super day no rosettes that day um Mm. the other people in the class were obviously a little bit better than what they had been on the Friday when I perhaps taken jazz but yeah it was so much fun and so yeah I've had good times with my horses so jazz now what I do with him I find he's best if he has quite an intensive period because he had that lesson with his spooky fillers yeah then he went to a show so he's he's now going to have like an easier week just sort of digest it a little bit and then crack move him on again I just don't want to ruin the good nature that I've got there so you know it might take me slower to get to where I want to but I think he'll be happier doing it and then Vince Vince has had a Vince was off what day is it Tuesday so Vince has had a couple of days off um and then he'll just crack on with fitting and see if there's some I might try and get back to something this weekend so that's the plan with him yeah he's looking well he's feeling well I'm having a bit of a time off like we've Mm. got I keep meaning to talk about her on here and I've always got too much other shit going on but we've got this little Irish person to produce and basically, it's fucking halo is just like eternally shining. It just doesn't put yeah. a foot wrong. And I keep just giving her like a week off randomly because yeah. I'm just like, what you need a rest. Like, because actually, yeah. I, could, I could quite easily get carried away and push and push and yeah. push. Be- and you shouldn't have like your good nature abused. Like, you need yeah. to have a bit of time, think about what you've learned, you know, and then we'll start all over again. Um, yeah, I think especially with with the way that Jazz is, he's like so laid back about everything that I do with him. So it would be that the temptation would be there just to keep going, yeah. keep going. You know, I could I could get him out to a lesson this week. I could get him out to jumping again at the weekend, but then then it's going to number one stop being quite so fun for him. Mm-hmm. And and like you say, when we got that good nature, I think you've almost got to protect it more than anything. So exactly, it's almost like a good horse like that. You're almost going to take longer with because you yeah. can, like you say, you're going to keep giving him these breaks. And my and my theory is, it is if every time I ask him a question, if he's given me the right answer, I'm not going to ask the question again. Yeah, I'm going to go right. You were you were you were correct. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's give you a bit of a break to realize that you were okay. And um, you know, so yeah, that, that's what I'm doing with him. So yeah. It's all fun and games. People yeah. keep asking me when I'm going to take him on a cross-country course. I don't know. <laughs> I, Little pairs moment, or something would be good, wouldn't it? You yeah, know, like a 40-centimetre pairs where he could follow, you know, confident one. Give it, yeah, the, the only with it, thing with him is, is at the moment, is he he, he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. So even if it's com- he's completely wrong, it's all a, yeah. all a bit messy, he just keeps going. And at the moment if he hits a pole that's not the end of the world yeah. so it's, it's not a horrible experience for him to keep going so if yeah. I ask him to go he goes he keeps going and even if he knocks it it's not the end of the world what I don't want is to get him over a fixed fence and him to keep going and give himself a really good smack and go yeah. ouch you know that hurts because again it's he's abusing that good nature again isn't yeah. it so for me I, w- I want to get him a little bit more confident in his own jump and his yeah. own ability he makes a lovely shape over a fence 
just but needs sometimes to organise himself maybe a bit better. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, his legs are a bit long. It's a long way from that brain of his. So, <laughs> yeah, what, I, I want him just to have that little bit more strength in his jump before he, he hits yeah. a, He goes out onto fixed fences. So that's, the, that's what I'm doing with him. Taking my time. What's yeah. the rush? Yeah, no, I, a, I, 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 I think Bougie's going to be well. a very, like, I think he's going to be quite a slow one because mm. he's quite stressy. We got to so, stay on it. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, partly because I'm going to spend a lot of time on the floor. But um, I think he'll find warm-ups quite mm. difficult. Like, it's other horses for him, you know. Like, yeah. I think that's what he's going to find really stressy. Um, so I think it'll be a lot of, like, arena hires and, you know, yeah. just taking him and riding him in the warm-up and trying not to get leveled yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, I've well, that- kind of, I've tightened up on our groundwork because I think I'd let them both the babies probably had got a little bit rude and when you were leading then they would be a bit distracted and maybe mean to each other and actually yeah. do you know what like that's really important so I'm gonna yeah. massively up the groundwork with both of them and try and yeah. you know well that was the thing I I walked into this warm-up with Jay on that Friday and then I suddenly thought to myself I have never ridden this horse in company not even with one other horse shit I've never even done ridden really well <laughs> I, I honestly think the first time I do that with Bougie, I'm probably going to be breaking another hand. <laughs> Hello? Can I pre-book an ambulance, please? <laughs> yeah. Can you? I wonder if you can pre-book. Like, you know, x-ray. Yeah, just so, like, yeah. Yeah. so you don't have to hang around in A&E. Yeah. That, would, that would actually be quite worthwhile, wouldn't it? Actually, Although, I, mean, I, mean, I could it's... not complain because Hexham, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it close to Hexham, which is like our local... Um, hospital which is so quiet that I was in examined x-rayed buddy taped um, and discharged within 35 minutes Jesus that's excellent and it's like honestly that's that's amazing I shouldn't tell people because they're driving from miles around they'll be like did you injure yourself here no no I was in London but honestly it's going to be quicker for me just driving I heard on this podcast to be fair like some of the weights in our hospital at the moment it actually probably would be quicker to drive from from Bury St Edmunds to Hexham yeah um so anyway, let's move on to our, your second bit of news, which is then going to... Basically, we decided to do the influencer topic because um, Carla got invited to Rockingham, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, so I... Because she's an influencer. I mean, look. To be, I've been trying to influence those children of mine not to be arseholes for 12, <laughs> 17 years now. 17 years I've been trying not to influence them. I've failed miserably at it. So what they thought I was doing. So basically, um, I received an invite from Fairfax and Favour to attend. They are the the lead sponsors of Rockingham International Horse Trials, and they wanted to invite me to um, their VIP day. Now, I obviously people that know me will know me well, know that there's a sort of Fairfax and Favour type person. And then there's me. And I'm not that type of person. I thought my first thought was they said this to the wrong person. Um, so I did actually check and know it was supposed to come to me. And I was like, oh, that's really kind. So initially I, I, I thought I said, I said, like, said to my husband, I said, I'm not going to go. I said, because like 
I'm not going to fit in. It's not my thing. I don't do the influencer thing. I don't do the vlogging type thing. I, I won't feel comfortable doing it. No, 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 no. And my husband was like, well, and does it matter if you don't fit in? Maybe that's why they've invited you because you don't fit in. I thought, oh, yeah. Then I got the itinerary and um, basically it involved drinking from lunchtime. I love a bit of daytime drinking. I can't yeah. lie to you. So I thought, bells let's on. go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, so uh, I checked up in my car, which my car, we've discussed my car at length, cost me £650 from uh, Facebook Marketplace. I pull into this like sponsors car park next to it. There's a rain, Range Rover on my left. Uh, one of these, you know, like the the uh, this massive, just really, really posh four by four type thing on my right. In front was a Porsche. I thought, get in. There's me and my little room from six hundred and fifty of your finest English pounds. So then I go over to this tent and I'm just like, and so there's all these like lovely, very glamorous, beautiful young slim blonde women there and then there was me um so yeah I didn't fit in and but you know what I had a lovely lovely day we did uh, um, a Land Rover experience which was fucking hilarious because Nick who was driving we found out his name afterwards who was driving the car in front got his Land Rover stuck <gasps> he couldn't get around this corner and I'd speed drunk a pint of cider because <laughs> I, I like a bit of cider in the day I'd speed drunk a pint of cider before I got in it so I was, it comes to my head a little bit. I'd had three glasses of wine with dinner as well. I'd had quite a lot to drink at this stage. I'm in the front seat. Nick gets his Land Rover stuck. Yeah, so I lean out this window of this um, Land Rover that I'm in and I'm shouting, Nick, do you want me to come and push? Nick was sweating. He was red in the face. He did not want a drunk equestrian <laughs> blogger to come and push him out. So he said no. Was this and not quite so the Land Rover experience they'd had in mind? So supposedly, yeah, I don't think me shouting at the car was what they were hoping was going to happen. The <laughs> um, poor Nick did finally get this car out. No, his friend had to come and help him. Tell a lie. Nick didn't manage it on his own. Afterwards, we all had to swap cars on the way back. No one wanted to get in the car with Nick. I thought, um, I will. So that's how I found out his name. So I, I got him imagine Nick. that Nick was overjoyed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> made his day made his day it did me like my day hasn't been bad enough <laughs> I've got this dickhead in the front and I sat in the front as well this dickhead in the front with me uh so um oh and yeah <laughs> so Paul Nick had me in the back and uh, the front sat chatting to him all the way and we decided he didn't get stuck he got momentarily delayed right so yeah. so whenever like you know for example my event career at the moment <laughs> it's not stopped delayed. it's momentarily delayed okay so that's yeah. what we're saying from now on courtesy of nick okay okay nick the land rover man who was a he was actually a bit of a ledge and i said to him i said you do know you're going to get a nickname from this like all the because it was like a convoy convoy uh -huh. all the, i said all the other lads are going to give you a nickname for this now was coming one day to the pub wearing a pair of mirrored sunglasses. Three years we called him Hollywood John. Said you're going to get away with getting stuck in a Land Rover without a nickname. <laughs> so I'd I'd love to know what his nickname is. So if you do know this Nick that works at um, Land Rover, does Land Rover experiences, please tell us what his nickname is now. 
because it was a glorious. I kept telling everyone when we came back, they'd all been on like this proper course walk. I was like, yeah, but the Land Rover in front got stuck, and it was just really, really funny. And um, I mean, obviously, there's there was all these girls there were they were all sort of influencers and stuff. They were all trying to get this magic shot. And they were like, honestly, at one point we were leaning, they were going for this walk and they were like leaning out of this car, like to get like the shot yeah. of them in the car. And I'm drunk, heckling a bloke, <laughs> getting his Land Rover stuck. I, the, 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 the whole, I could not have been polar opposites to these four people. Well, oh, I think bless that, them. that's exactly bless kind of the, probably the point, isn't it, of what we're going to talk yeah. about. Who was yeah. having the most fun there? Well, I I was having a lot of fun. I did. I had. Like, I, I it I had gets a to lot the point where it's like, are you actually having any fun? Because yeah, like that that life just can't be. And that's why, like, I am shit. I am shit at the social yeah. media life. Yeah, because I, I don't really want to have to comb my hair, iron my saddle pad to yeah. get a picture of me and my horse. I, I have barely got time to ride the fucker. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Look, is that a child screaming? I can yeah, hear. Yeah, <laughs> he's tortured. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know, but, but he's fine. He's fine. Um, look, let, let's let's be quite straight. Every single one, well, bar one, and I'm not good, but I'm not going to name them. Of those people I met that day, were uh, I'm not I'm not drunk. I'm not, it'll come out at some stage. No, it won't. Not today. Stop it, Carla. <laughs> um, were absolutely lovely. They are lovely people don't get me wrong you know they are they were every single one of them was friendly to my face perhaps but yeah every single one of them was friendly and nice and and they are they and they and they do work quite hard oh yeah 100%, quite hard yeah they work really hard you know yeah. they they're trying to always trying to get the shot they're trying to create this content for the brands they are they are do they are doing a job they are doing a job and I think you know people can sort of forget that in a way but like you, I I don't number one, I don't have the filters to be able to do it. So I was taken down to the uh, Fairfax and Favour stall to try on some boots because they were determined to win me over, I think. <laughs> and I they had these lovely pair of boots. They were the most beautiful boots I'd ever seen. They were like, well, they were kind of like a jodhpur type boot, but they were so lovely and they were so nice. They were a beautiful colour. Like, oh my god they're gorgeous I could wear those with this I could wear those with that they're amazing and they were beautiful gorgeous boots till the moment I put my foot in them and then somehow I transformed them into something which like maybe someone that was like tarmac in a road would wear <laughs> I don't know quite what I did but there was like this miraculous that went from these beautiful glamorous boots to and then when I stood to the side in front of the mirror I looked like a golf club because my legs were like really skinny coming out of it yeah and and again because alcohol had been consumed I thought this was hilarious I thought I was so funny and I was They're stomping not around what they were probably hoping for when they invited no, I don't, you I don't think that this was part of their grand plan um mm. then I was stomping around the Fairfax and Favour stand um in these boots I think at some at one point I started singing Cotton Eye Joe I don't know why I don't know I just, it I mean, just why seemed not? quite funny and then at that point, because um, Piggy March had won like the big class of the day, she'd won the she'd won the three star. Is it three star? Yeah, she'd won that. And I'm stomping around in these boots just as she walks in. Because <laughs> it was just like this moment on her face. You could think, you know, when someone think 
what the fuck and it just yeah. is written across yeah. their face yeah that was a hundred percent what happened she was just like you could see she looked a little bit scared <laughs> i don't know if she wanted to turn around and run back so like, I, don't, I don't want my prize from fairfax and favorites fine i'm just gonna get away from this woman that thinks that singing cotton eye joe in a pair of fairfax and favor boots um so not my finest moment uh but yeah and then also just jokingly can I say just joking I did also pretend to try and steal a pair of boots from Fairfax and Faber <laughs> but I was just joking I was all right so anyone that witnessed it as I right. tried to so run across the show ground selling yourself <laughs> really here as you know if there's any brands listening I don't think you're going to be top of the list <laughs> I don't think I did say when I came home my husband said did you have a good time I went yeah but I won't be going back next year without yeah. a doubt they will not be inviting me they're like what the fuck was that all about <laughs> but yeah but I was, think um, though like that's actually a little bit more of like of what we need to see so like yeah look this is in no way um dismissing the hard work that influencers put in it's in no way you know kind of like crabbing them or anything like that it's actually just saying like What's funny, we were going to talk about this uh, because you went to Rockingham and, and you kind of wanted to talk about how you're not the stereotypical influencer. But then no. actually, um, Cobby Chronicles did a really good um, story, which I happened to see, where she had said, um, kind of Instagram's almost turning into eBay. And I said, oh, it is. And I actually tried to get her on, but I, I left it way too late, bless her. And she was like, I can't do Tuesday. And I was like, well, because of my tantrum on Sunday, I really, we need to record. Um, but anyway, like, but I said, you know, I really liked your post and it's, it's because it's true. And it's like, we're not, we're not kind of making Instagram like the fun, genuine, authentic mm. place where we all show like the bad bits and I think it's because when you're up against the most polished glossy gleaming models of perfection 24 mm. 7 then that stops other people going oh, I'll just put a picture of I saw my horse in the field and he was covered in mud and shit but he looked so sweet and I fed him a carrot and it made me happy and I'll put it on like Instagram you're not gonna do that are you because you're up against like fucking spandangly Sandra like <laughs> Sandra yeah <laughs> yeah I, I I I do see it from both sides because I said to you about it you know I sent you a message and I said um I I felt guilty for going to this Rockingham thing I felt yeah. like uh I think that people that follow me follow me for a certain reason and I felt like I almost betrayed that reason to go for this day yeah and I am going to do and I'll do it in in correlation with the podcast so people that are listening will also be able to uh win this prize so basically I was given a gift a goodie bag by uh, Fairfax and Favour uh got some lovely little things in it from them and I actually put on my story and I said to people I kind of feel like I was given this opportunity just because you guys follow me mm -hmm. you know it is it's that simple you hit the follow button several of you did and as a result they, they invited me to this day so I'd like to give something back I'd like to say like you know I wouldn't be here without you guys so let's do a giveaway for this prize and someone messaged me and and she said and what she said was actually quite a sweet point which she said but she said when you create content be that what that you might be putting your photo up of your your shit horse you've taken time out of your day yeah or if you're putting together a reel or these guys that are on YouTube and they're filming do they not deserve payment for that? Because we're taking, we're looking at their stuff for free because we're not having to pay to go onto Instagram. We're not paying to yeah. go onto YouTube. 
So the her light was, well, you create content that we get to enjoy. Why don't you just consider that as your payment for doing that? But then my theory was, well, look, in my, the way I'm looking at it is I was given two bottles of wine. I drank one bottle of wine myself, which was the day at Rockingham. And the second bottle, I want to share with my mates, the people yeah. that follow me. So I will be doing the giveaway so that the, the uh, Fairfax and Flavor Goodie Bag will be available for people that listen to the podcast. But that was, and I thought that was quite an interesting way of looking at it, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, then- are these influencers, are they just taking payment, if you like, for the, for the content that they create? Which I think is a fair point when they are creating content. So when you see these guys, um, I met, the most hilarious, her name's Hannah Sims. She's called Silly Prune on TikTok. She is the funniest person you've ever met in your life. Her TikToks are hilarious. She's like that in person. And she creates really entertaining original comedy on her TikTok. And I kind of think to myself, that's fair enough. You see these people that put together YouTube videos, their vlogs and whatever. That takes a lot of time. Similar to you with this podcast. We'd like, I'd like you to be paid for this podcast in some I'd way. I'd like to be paid for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you kind of think to yourself, when people are actually putting out content that we're getting to watch and enjoy, yeah. that's, I think, them taking something back a little bit with regards to sponsorship or, influ- you know, brands, working with brands. I think that's fair enough. Where I struggle, and I'm going to say it, is these ones with masses of followers. I did send you a link to one of them. Yeah, you did. They've got I've like never seen over, half, over half a million followers. Of that. These, and you look through their grid and it's a picture of them with a little three words underneath. Yeah. Feeling great. Something like that. Maybe occasionally a picture of them with a horse. Maybe them sat on a horse. And you just think they're not give. You know what I mean? I don't understand what people that follow them get from that. I follow I, some I, brilliant people. I think where, like, I really felt when you sent me that, which, see, I don't follow a lot of them, but um, yeah, you sent me that and then you sent me a screenshot to, like, Piggy's page. Yeah. And that was actually fucking terrifying. And, I mean, it does say a lot about yeah. the world we live in. But so say this girl had, like, what, over half a million. Six, and then over 600,000 followers. Piggy had 32,000. And she's, like, the most like dedicated hardworking someone yeah. who not only is aspirational in her ability but actually who I didn't realize creates regular content that we could really benefit yeah. from people aren't interested in that shit no they're not they literally just want to like no. wear a pair of breeches like and a crop top <laughs> it's it's insane isn't it it's like piggy piggy's social media is actually really really good she does the train with piggy thing she talks about her horses she gives a rundowns of her competitions. It's it's she gives a lot to social yeah. media. And he, like you say, and it's baffling that 32,000 people follow it, which is still a lot of people, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah. you know. But for what she's what she does, not just because who she is as well, what she does as well on her social media, it just blows my mind that she can only have that many compared to someone who's clawing up to a million who is basically put pictures of her posing with a horse occasionally yeah that that I can't get my head around that I I really really struggle with that side of it I, I feel really like do like I mean look it's no odds to me at the end of the day but I mm. do kind of you feel like that like that I just it blows my mind because I think what are people aspiring to like are we just aspiring to look pretty not work hard 
not, you know, be be real and be honest and show the ups and downs. But are we yeah. literally just wanting to straighten our hair and wear a top that matches our horse's legs? And then that's that's the crack now. Because that's just And the problem is, the problem shit. we get is is like I just think I just think that it, it's gonna the cycle isn't gonna stop because what happens is you see this person with all these hundreds of thousands of followers and they're going to be given and then the brands are going to want their brand. They're not stupid. They're yeah. not stupid. They want their brand to be seen by 600,000 people. So they're going to then send their products to that brand, to that person who's then going to put it on their grid. So, so then people see that and they go, oh, right, okay. So what I need to do is I need to be like them. I'll get all those followers and then mm-hmm. I'll get the stuff. And then, and that, and so the cycle doesn't end. The, the, and there's before not going to be a break long, riding in nipple tassels. Which I mean, I know you well, want to do a trot up it. I'd be all down. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd, I'd probably ride in a nipple tassel. I probably would. If the price was right, I would ride in a well, nipple tassel. Well, I think tassel. the fucking price is going to be right, not, you know, before too long. Because that kind, that to me looks where, like where it's going. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. People would, I think there was um, a brand, I won't mention the brand, but they ran a brand ambassadorship program. Um, and I think that became to, to the point of ridiculousness. It ran for about, I believe, six months. Right. And people were getting through to the next stage. And literally, Instagram was just littered with these people just desperate for these, this brand to take them on as a brand ambassador. And, oh, my goodness, like you say, next stage, what's next stage? Nipple tassels? It would not have shocked me. Literally it wouldn't have shocked wouldn't. me if someone, no, yeah. if, if someone had done that at that point in that. So, you know, there's, we've all, it's always been around that the whole thing about social media, the reason it got embraced by um, horse owners and riders and event riders was because it opened this opportunity to sponsorship. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in the old days, because I'm about 300 years old, unless you were a top rider performing at the big shows, there was not a sniff you were going to yeah. get sponsorship. Not a chance, not a chance. It just wasn't going to happen. And then social media came along and it created these opportunities. And yeah. so, which was great, I feel, for a while. But has yeah. it now gone too far? Has it now gone almost that step too far? With... It's hard because, like, I, it's a hard sport. We're all struggling. Like, and I think anyone who can get a bit of help and, like, I'm all like I'm all for that and that's all good. What I resonated with with um the Copy Chronicles post was where she just was kind of like it's spoiling instru- Instagram a bit. Mm. And I think that's where I'm I'm literally I am so tired of like, you know, I've groomed my horse stick and it's so shiny. Check out my 10% code for these brushes. Yeah. I'm I groom my horse and it's so shiny because it's on this supplement. Check out my 10% code. And it's like, I think do you know where I am with it? If you're getting mm. something really good from a brand and you you believe in the brand and you, you're getting a really good gig with them, super. But look, if you're saving fucking tenner on a supplement you probably wouldn't use anyway and everyone else is going to save 50 pence, can you do me a favour and just fuck off Instagram? Because... <laughs> just a little bit worried that you just you, you you're feeling like you might need to hold back a bit there i mean don't just go just say, <laughs> fuck 
don't go off Instagram. <laughs> shove, shove your discount code up your ass. Because, like, look, I, I've had a few, like, people approach me. Like, do you want to wear this T-shirt? No, I fucking don't. <laughs> I fucking don't. I'm all right for that. Like, do you want to wear this T-shirt? Say it's amazing. You'll give someone else a discount code for 10% or whatever. And you get the T-shirt for like this knockdown price of five pounds. No, I'm not giving you five pounds for a fucking T-shirt. I didn't want in the first place. So I can peddle it to a load of other people who don't fucking want the bastard and then get 50% off. I'm all right with that. (sighs) And breathe. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like you've been holding that in girl for a long time. I actually have. It was therapy there. God, I'm gonna own I won't mention the brand, but um I got approached by a brand to do um because I obviously do a lot of running and exercise as well as horse stuff. So I got approached by this brand. They were like, oh my god, we'd like to break into like the sort of horse and the fitness market there. Would you, you know, can we work with you? And I said, Yeah, do you know what? I said, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Because they were like, honestly, it sounded brilliant and stuff. It was vegan had all these vitamins in it like yeah you could take them on show morning when you can't eat brilliant yeah. it's gonna work fantastic it's it's not the one that people are thinking of can i just say that because there is one that's already on the way it's another brand okay, okay this is a different brand to the one that's not it's not a milkshake brand it is um it's actually based as a protein powder but it's got more calories in anyway mm-hmm. i'm trying not to name brands yeah <laughs> especially you don't want to name this brand so anyway they sent me to they said right we'll send you two flavors to try and some other stuff. So they sent me this massive box of goodies. It was fantastic. We like went through it. And then we hit a snag, which was quite frankly, this stuff was fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, and I, said, I phoned them up. I said, I'm really sorry about this, but I'm going to have to send this stuff back to you. I can't, I can't put this on my social media. Yeah. And they were like, oh, maybe if you try it this way, if you try it that way. I was, I was literally in my kitchen. It was like... <laughs> George's marvelous medicine, trying to mix up a way that I could find to make this fucking stuff not taste like rank. And in the end, I just said to him, I'm really sorry. I said, I'll pay you for the product that I've taken. I'll send the rest of the stuff back, but yeah. I can't do it. It's disgusting. But you see, that's the difference. <laughs> isn't it? That was the feedback they wanted. How many people are how many people would do that? How, like I'm I'm not against people spreading because actually we we have spread you know between all of us on the podcast we have mentioned so many products that we haven't got a thing for but that we've used you Mm. know how many things have like we chatted about and and I've had so many messages from listeners where they'll be like oh you mentioned this can you tell me a bit more about it whatever and like that's absolutely fine. I'm I'm really good with that. I'm good with people sharing products and and I'm good with people yeah. getting something back for it even because look, this is a like a platform, you know, all all these different yeah. people have platforms and it is kind of like a way of advertising. I'm all about that. It's the it's just it's the wanky 10% codes. Like when they they don't want it themselves, like that's what is just fucking yeah. grating on me. And it's just I think it's the relentlessness. It's like, there's no, you're not riding your horse anymore. You, you're just putting pictures of you. You haven't got time to ride it because you spent so long fucking polishing it for Instagram. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I didn't realise how annoying and it, is, it was and about it is this that, until I've it? gone off on one fucking L-car. I just, I'm kind of 
regretting bringing this up now. If I, I'm not going to lie to you. These people are nice people. I met these influencers. Listen, Katie's, Katie's not. Don't take it personally, guys. She's she's just got a broken hand. Yeah, maybe I'm just having a bad week. I, uh, maybe it's maybe it's just that. <laughs> no, it, it, it fucking. It, it, would you like me to cheer you up? I'll send you some of that fucking awful protein shake. I, I thought you were going to say, I'll give, I've got a good 10% code. I was going to go fucking piss off. I haven't got the other 90%. That's the problem. That's the other fucking problem. No horse owner's got the other 90%. You fucking 10%'s pissing in the wind. It's a 50p off. Yeah, I love it. You got 10% off. Just say it. I got 25p off, all right? <laughs> so I'm trying to make it something it is. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> you might like this protein powder. That's all I can say. Oh. It might help your bones heal. Because <laughs> it's God. fucking disgusting. So I, I think, <laughs> moving forward, I completely agree with, um, you know, with Copy Chronicles' idea of actually, like, let's, let's all put stuff on. I mean, I'm shit because I never put anything on, not good or bad. I just tend to not use it. I, I did really try. I put a picture of truffle. I am going to try. I'm, I'm going to try and put more on. But of actually putting yeah. the stuff that we want to see and maybe also supporting the people like, you know, I'm going to go and follow like Peggy because I didn't realise I could learn stuff on her page. Like I would have thought mm. it's more just photos. Mm. If we follow those people, yeah. That's where the brands are going to put their money. They're following what we're following. If we're all following girls riding horses in fucking high leg bikinis, that's where the brands are going to put their money. Yeah, I do not exactly. have the shaving protocol. The parrot, the wear high leg bikinis. There's a lot of power horse. in that. Li- there's a lot of power in the hit in that little follow button. It, yeah. it, you know, to some people like myself, every little follow means the world to me. It does because it means it for me because of the way I do my social media. It means there's somebody that wants to sort of come along on my journey with me. Yeah. I don't think of them as being people I can sell stuff to. They're yeah. people that I can interact with that will message me that will, you know, I, I, I did a thing. I was, I was feeling a bit glum the other day. I might make a reel with it actually. I was feeling a bit glum the day and I was like, guys, I'm feeling a bit down. Send me the stuff that you're happy or proud of. And I got all these messages through and literally by the end, by I'd read them, I was grinning by the end of it. And that's, yeah. for me, hearing all the stuff, some of it was really daft, but some of it was just brilliant. And I was like, for me, that's that's why I go on social media because um, one of the things, I I don't have a huge amount of sort of like real life friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I count the people that follow me, the people I interact with, I count them as my friends. Yeah. So whenever someone follows me, I kind of think it's, oh, great, there's someone else that wants to come along for the journey with me, you know? Yeah, well, so, that's kind of like with this, you know, when we the... get messages, like I got so many messages yeah. in lockdown saying like, oh, the podcasts really helped through lockdown stuff. And actually, like that meant the world to me. Like I loved hearing <clears throat> I, and I love when people send me stuff saying like, oh, the fact that, you know, you tell me all about the, the things you fuck up with makes me feel better. Sorry, that's things. just Trevor. No, Trevor Trevor's just joining. having a bit of a meltdown. He's cross about influencers as well. Um yeah, like yes. <laughs> Raising you. Do you know what you're saying? Can you hear what you're saying? You what you're saying? So he's got a ten percent discount code for you. Fuck off. That's what you're Trevor. saying. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry anyway yeah yeah like and I, I just think that's you know I just think it needs to be authentic and genuine I've got no problem with anyone making a career out of it and all like all power to them because I haven't got the fucking effort oh. like to put into it yeah absolutely but I, I feel it's definitely losing its authenticity and it's it's yeah. becoming a bit much and a bit overwhelming like post a yeah. good few things of your highs your lows you know some learning things and then maybe a 10% thing fine okay but I, I think it's just a bit much at the minute for me on Instagram and yeah, obviously other people yeah. I think feel the same maybe. Yeah, and I, I, I would have to agree. And like I said, like, and that's why I sort of felt a little bit guilty. I felt like I'd let my followers down almost for going on this day. To be fair, I had a bloody minute there. And to be fair, I mean, I was punished by quite a severe hangover the next day. Um, so <laughs> And looking like a golf club in front of Piggy Marsh. Oh yeah, and um, also I then walked the two star course whilst hungover, and it made me really brave. And I texted my trainer, "Where this looks jumpable?" She went, "Oh well, so you'll be jumping it next year." I thought, "Oh, you absolute dickhead! <laughs> you absolute dickhead!" So um, you know, but yeah, it's I do a hundred percent agree with you, and I think that to these, you know, I understand why people try and make money from it because creating content does take time, and you, you know, why not get paid for it? Yeah. But also by the same token, you know, uh, I, I mean, Love Island starts on Monday and we're going to end up now with this influx of people out of Love Island and they're all going to have their boohoo codes and they're all going to, it's all going to mm. be exactly the same. Do we want equestrian social media to just be that? To just be Fuck filtered no. pictures showing the most perfect life with two words and a discount code? Because I don't. That's not why I go on social media. I've told you why I go on social media, but... Yeah, absolutely not. I just just don't. Like, I don't want to see filtered, like, shite where you can't even tell what their faces actually look like. I I can't use those filters. So it's not a level playing field. If I can't filter my own fucking face, you're not filtering yours. That's my stance on that. No, but sometimes those filters, there's a girl, there's a girl that works in our hospital and she's always putting pictures up and she looks... I mean, she looks amazing in these pictures. I mean, she's a really pretty girl. She's a really, really pretty girl. But if she ever goes missing, no one's ever going to find her. Because oh. that is not what her face looks like. Yeah. <laughs> she's like smoothed every sort of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She looks gorgeous. She's gorgeous in real life. She doesn't need to do it. But she does not look like how she does. And I kind of think to myself, What's, why, why would you do that? Yeah. Why? Your face is your face. Just enjoy it. All right, so I think I think um, I've basically vented and had my therapy. So we'll move on to wanker of the week, which I mean, I, again, actually, I had any number of, but I'm just going to go for an easy one. Um, so I went to you punched the ground, and I call it honest to God, that was one of about eighty five this fucking week. <laughs> like, what's going on with my life? It's a shit show. Um. Yeah, I needed to get petrol. So I did some shopping in the village and then Henry asked me a question and it was one of those questions that I didn't really want to answer and I was trying to, you know, that parenting, like I need to answer this, but it needs to be politically, like the I need to play yeah. this, you know. Anyway, yeah. totally distracted me, forgot, 
to dry, so to go to the petrol station. So I drove home instead, right? And then my car's been having these hazard, what they're called, ping, ping, like there's something wrong with your car and I ignore it. <laughs> so <laughs> ping, ping. What's wrong with your car? It goes ping, ping. So it, it ping, pings also when it's got no petrol in, but I ignore the ping, pings because it ping, pings because there's loads wrong with it. So I got in the car the next day to take Henry to school. It ping, pinged, I ignored it. And then I got to school and just happened, thank fuck, to glance at the dashboard and I saw I had zero miles and I had forgotten oh, my no. phone, but I'm out of signal anyway at Henry School. And I had forgotten the cash and like my purse. And so I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to drive to the village and it'll be okay. I'll probably get there with zero miles, even though it's not zero miles away. Um, and then I'll just tell them, look, I'll pay you later. Okay. So fucking sweated the whole way, got there, amazing. Oh, yeah. Got out. The woman wasn't very happy when I basically just marched in. I was like, look, there is no choice here. You will have to give me free petrol. And she was a bit like, <laughs> fucking cheeky, cheeky cow. Like, and I was like, well, what, what's to, what are we going to do? You know, come on now. And so yeah. she was like, okay. So filled up the car, got home, right? And she told me that I could just ring and pay. This yeah. is how fucking stupid I am, right? So I got in the house, picked the phone up, thought I'll have to go to the car and get my card. Walked out to the car. It was in the car. Yeah, got my card and rang it with the card details. It was it was in the card. It was in the card yeah. the whole time. But not, but not, like, I knew it was in the, like, because as soon as I got in the house, I thought, oh, I remember my card's in the car. I'll have to go and get it. What the fuck's that? You absolute dickhead. What a bell end! Oh my god! I don't even think I've managed something as stupid as that. That was before the bang to the hand and coccyx, and probably head and tail. Yeah, I mean, you can move <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So my one is um, when I went jumping on Sunday. But my my husband is. Oh my God, he's been so good this week. So I've got like a little field at the front and I was like, oh, I'm going to turn that into my schooling field because it's like lovely and flat. And also the other horses can see it from the stables. So they woke for that thing where they all shout to each other, you're dead, you're dead. You know, like when they're trying to ride, yeah. they're like just making sure that the other yeah, horses have been murdered. And so I thought, oh, this might work. But I've been saying I was going to do it for a few weeks and I haven't got around to it. So um, the grass had grown quite long. And when I was out on Friday, um, my husband went out and he, he mowed this field for me. So I came home to this lovely, freshly mown field ready to set up all my jumps. I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. I said, what I'll do is I'll move the rest of the stuff down from the bottom field that used to be my school and field. And then, like, that can be mown then as well. He's like, all right, OK, I'll top that for you. So I moved this stuff. And obviously, because I don't really give a shit about dressage, I didn't think to pick up the dressage letters that were down there. And my husband's quite proud of his topper. <gasps> it's quite a good topper. They were only plastic ones, but the problem was he sort of like drove. He went over sea. <laughs> what the fuck? Lifting <laughs> up his topper. Oh my God, I've driven over a bit of plastic. Oh well, never mind. It'll be okay. Sets off again. Of course, it's the dressage arena, isn't it? So bring God of me. Like ripping up another. <laughs> 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 oh, 
know that if you did a three loop serpentine, you would have been all right. <laughs> yeah. He just stopped and picked them up. The grass was quite long. He didn't know where any of these markers were. He just be driving like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> like a really shit surprise. His plastic dress had to be marker with his shirt up. Like a shit treasure hunt. <laughs> because he came and he went I drove all the way down he said he went rrr, 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 and he was like <laughs> making this noise he said I thought it must be finished now turn left rrr, 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 and that'll be A <laughs> <laughs> he did not find it funny he did not find it funny at all the good news oh. is when you halted at X we don't have a marker for X <laughs> <laughs> road two style so I was gonna ask him to film me loading Vince up you know so I could put some fancy music over it and stuff I thought no, no now's not the time Carla no. read the room read up. the room Carla <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um, um... <laughs> I'm poor. trying to just trying to be helpful <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified as a result <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I mean, we are the furthest, I think, from influencers anyone could get. <laughs> I think that's what we need to take away from this episode. Do not be influenced by us. Who needs this sort of Do life? N- Jesus Christ! Anyone that would be influenced by me, I would really be concerned for them. <laughs> I would, if someone says to me, "I was influenced," I did. Although once, once that go and buy a coffee. And I was like, oh my God, and I put on my Instagram so this is a really nice coffee. And then like three people went and tried it. I thought, oh, this is what it feels like to be an influencer. These people are now buying coffee. So I think we're going to wrap it up, aren't we, there. Um, <laughs> just that's my it. My husband. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for bearing with us and our shit. We love you. Bye. Bye.